Welcome to Radio Tambua, an outreach of ACFA, the Africa Center for Apologetics Research. ACFA equips God's people for the defense of the faith, biblical discernment, and cult evangelism. Let's begin today's message. How do I identify a cult or what one would call a false religious group? What are some of those characteristics that can tell me that a certain religious group or church or organization is in error theologically or sociologically and therefore Christians or believers need to be aware of it? There are a number of ways in which one can identify cultic groups, especially by looking at their characteristics. That for instance, when we talk about a cultic group or a false religious group, we are thinking about a group that will distort the central teachings of the Christian faith. Those teachings without which one cannot claim to be Christian. Teachings like the Trinity, the belief that God has revealed himself as one God in three persons. Teachings like the dual nature of Jesus, the Bible describing Jesus as both divine and human. Teachings like salvation by grace alone. That when a group distorts some of these fundamental teachings of the Christian faith, ultimately it cannot lead its followers to eternal life. Number two, we could look at the account as that group that will overemphasize or elevate what we call secondary doctrines of the Christian faith. So number one, they may be distorting the primary central teachings of the Christian faith. But another way to look at it is that they may be elevating the secondary teachings of the Christian faith at the expense of the primary ones. So for instance, you might find a group that elevates the teaching of data, that you must eat a certain particular foods as a Christian, and that becomes the basis by which you will either go to heaven or not. We have groups, for instance, like the Seventh-day Adventists, which will teach that the Sabbath will be one of those doctrines that will decide whether you go to heaven or not. We have groups like uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that will teach its members not to drink hot beverages and claims that these can affect your eternal destiny. We have groups like the Jehovah's Witnesses, the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society that will teach its members that unless they do door-to-door and spread the teachings of the movement, they cannot receive eternal life. So a group might elevate secondary doctrines that do not pertain to salvation, or it might distort primary doctrines that are essential for one to be saved. But number three, they might do what we call inventing new doctrines. And we have several groups that are known to be cultic groups, that have added or invented new doctrines that are not found in scripture. A case in point would be followers of William Marion Branham, who have a doctrine that is known as the serpent seed doctrine, where they claim that the serpent had sexual intercourse with Eve, and that's how the sinful human race comes about. You have like the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that believes in the doctrine of pre-existence, which teaches that before we came here on earth, we used to be spirit children of our Father in heaven. And they go even further by inventing the doctrine of the, the curse on the African race. While they may have repudiated that teaching in 1978, it still stands that this is a doctrine that we do not find in the Bible. Again, we have the Seventh-day Adventists that has the doctrine of the investigative judgment 
All these teachings are not found anywhere in the Bible, but have been invented and added as part of Christian doctrine. So, if I look at the, how a group deals with the primary teachings of the Christian faith, I look at how they have overemphasized the secondary doctrines, or the new doctrines they have added into the teachings of the Christian faith, I can easily tell whether a group is cultic or not. But in terms of false teachings, there are a number of ways in which they can also distort the fundamentals of our Christian faith. Like for instance, they may promote teachings on revelation that distort or add to scripture in a way that leads people to destruction. Like false claims to apostolic or prophetic authority, where eventually people express their trust in the authority of the apostle or the prophet rather than in Christ himself. These might be groups that, for instance, will promote the teaching that is legalistic in nature or that promote licentiousness, and in so doing, they distort the doctrine of salvation by grace alone. This might be a group that promotes a teaching about the understanding of church, say, for instance, that promotes attempts to lead people away from being Christians or from joining a particular church. Groups like this will claim that their church is the only true church and anyone else who is in another church apart from this one is lost. When you come across a group that claims to be the only one that knows the truth of the scriptures, a group that distorts salvation by grace, a group that believes in revelation above and beyond the Bible, those are some of the signs and signals that this is a dangerous religious group, a false religious group, and therefore cultic. Now some of these groups are categorized or differentiated, like you will have those that we call foreign groups, those that are imported into a country. We have those that are indigenous, those that are in, uh, born locally by local preachers, local churches. Some of these cultic groups are institutionalized. They are well organized with a statement of faith, with a good uh, predictable leadership. But there are those others that are autonomous, that are individualistic, that are informal and may not have any statement of faith. Some of them might be manifesting themselves not as groups or institutions, but as phenomena or teachings. Like for instance, when we think about the perversions of grace that we call hyper-grace movement. These are individuals or groups of people or networks that are not necessarily formal denominations or churches, but espouse teachings that closely mimic those of the Bible, but are serious deviations from what the Bible teaches. How do I identify that a group is cultic? I begin by looking at what the Bible teaches. Do they distort the central teachings of the Christian faith, those that are primary? Do they emphasize secondary doctrines that are not pertaining to salvation, but they make them look as though they determine your eternal destiny? Do they add or invent new doctrines that do not have foundation or grounding in the Bible? If I look at how they deal with the primary teachings of the Christian faith, I can easily tell whether this group is cultic or not, whether this group has cultic tendencies or not. I want to look at what they teach about God. I want to look at what they teach about Christ. I want to look at what they teach about salvation. I want to look at what they teach about the church or even about the scriptures themselves. And if I find that they deviate from what the Bible reveals to be the true Christian teaching, then I can safely say this is a false religious group or this is a cultic group.
learn more about the Africa Center for Apologetics Research, visit us at africanapologetics.org.